get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. That's Alex Ferrario. He's Tanner Hendrickson, and I'm Brandon Kylie. The junk drawer coming up here in about 10 minutes or so. But right now, we are very happy to go out to the Brownie and Crouppen celebrity line. He is a 13-year major league manager. He also managed in the Cardinals minor leagues for almost a decade, from 1983 to 1990. He is Jim Riggleman joining the show. Jim, we appreciate the time today. How are you doing? Very good. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely thrilled to have you. So uh, we're getting into the stretch run of this season now. we got about two and a half weeks left, and the Cardinals are are really making their way into this thing. As of today, if the season ended, they would have the second wild card spot locked up. What is it like as a manager as you're getting into the final portion of the month of September and you're in a race like this for the wild card? Well, you know, speaking from a limited experience, because I was I only managed a couple clubs that we were in this situation and it's uh you know it's hard to be in this situation it means you've competed well throughout uh the early months of the season and you've hung in there and now you're making a run at it um mike schultz got his club playing good baseball at the right time and it's it's very exciting you know it's energizing it's um a little bounce in your step when you're coming to the ballpark because these games are so huge you get to do some scoreboard watching and you know, every every pitch, every play in the game is is uh, you know could be a, a big difference in what happens in, in terms of playoff um, ramifications. So you know, it's just a very exciting time. Jim, from a manager's mindset, like September seems to be like the month that stress is at an all-time high, right? Because if you're fighting for a playoff spot, you're worried about the teams behind you, but you're always also worried about your own game. Is there anything managers can say or do to a locker room, or do you just kind of leave it up to the leaders in there in terms of them being vocal? Yeah, for the most part, it's the latter. You know, you you hopefully you have uh, some good leadership on your club, which I know you do there in St. Louis, and uh, you know, when things need to be said, uh, you know, generally those guys will take care of it. Every now and then, the manager might say a few words. Um, hopefully you have a coach or two who will speak up at certain times and, and uh, give some encouragement and push some guys. But, um, you know, you're kind of at the mercy, you know, that whole thing about good chemistry and leadership and all that. It's it's not really something that um, – that you create as a manager or a coach, it's you're fortunate to have it. And, and when you do, you got to take advantage of it because it's not going to be there every year. Jim Riggleman is our guest here on 101 ESPN. Jim, you mentioned that leadership, and the Cardinals have that right now with Goldie, Arenado, Wayno, and Yachty, guys that have been in these spots before. 
what is the value of having a guy like Wayno and um, and Yachty in particular when you're going through a stretch run like this? I, I know you have not particularly managed those two, but when you have guys like that, how important is it? Yeah, you know, I managed against them a lot, and mm-hmm. I, I saw the impact that they had on the ball club over there, and it's it's extremely important. It's it's you know the the makeup of your players is important. It's I hate to say it, but it's 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 second to talent. You know, you have to have talent, but that talent's only going to go as far as uh, you know the the level of imp, uh, effort that those guys put into it. And I think as your other players look around, you know, you're going to see the effort that uh, Wainwright and, and Yachty and, and Goldsmith and all of those guys put into it. And, you know, if they're doing it, you're going to do it. When I, when I was there, I was extremely impressed. Uh, when I was working in the minor leagues for the Cardinals, I'd be in spring training and the number one pitcher was Carpenter. And the number one player of course was Albert. And those guys worked so hard. So, you know, you were going to be shamed out of the clubhouse if you weren't working hard because the two big boys were really working. Jim, I'm I'm interested in this, and I'm not sure if you managed any players that fall into this category, but, you know, two players that really have been absent from the playoffs in their career have been Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado, and, of course, they come to St. Louis and both very vocal about how they want to compete for a World Series. Are those players hungrier in this time of the season when they haven't been to the playoffs before, but they can be this close and taste an opportunity? Well, I, you know, I can't speak for them, but it certainly would seem like it. You know, those those guys have been real forces in the, in the uh, National League West for a number of years. Um, you know, uh, a couple times I know uh, the Rockies were pretty close, but um, – you know, for those guys to get a chance to play in front of the, the great fans in St. Louis and the energy at that ballpark and all the red and the excitement, and now, sure enough, you are in the playoff picture in mid-September, It's it's got to be really a driving force for them. And, and you you know they got to really want it. I mean, they're going to leave it out there every day for the ball club and, and for the city. And, uh, you know, those those two guys, you got to give credit to the St. Louis organization for – going out and getting those corner players there and and you know it's really worked out well not not all those deals work out well those two seem to have worked out what is it when, when you have deals like that for those those franchise level players that are making 20 25 million dollars per season and uh, th- those are big time deals that you've got to commit to both on the field and you mentioned the talent is the first thing and those guys have that but it's also the off-field stuff that you've got to be uh willing to commit to how do you get comfortable with that as an organization when you're making those kinds of commitments? I know, you know, that's, I don't know that I have the answer to that other than to say it's, it's a, a little bit of a crapshoot. And, um, you know, the, the Cardinal ownership has, has gone all in on that. They've, they've uh, uh, done what it takes to get those guys in there. They, um, uh, you know, the people that are surrounded by him, the player development has put some players that are coming up there ready to to uh, finish finish things off. But, you know, you're, you're not where you are in St. Louis without those two big boys. So you've got to give credit to ownership and to um, John Mosellac and his staff to, to recognize we need these guys. We've got to pay for them. And, you know, unfortunately, most of the time it doesn't work out, It's especially when it's pitchers, you know, the, the – uh, you can just look at so many of these big deals that people have signed throughout the league, and um, 
off the top of my head, I know Scherzer has worked out very well, mm-hmm. but you know a lot of them haven't. You got to give the organization credit for going out and trying, but um, you know uh, there's a lot of DL time, those big contracts, and you look around at guys on the DL. There's a lot of twenty and thirty million dollar contracts who aren't playing very much. Jim, nearly 2,000 games managed in the major leagues for you, and you're in an interesting dynamic with this because you, of course, were in the Cardinals system as a coach as well. A lot of people in St. Louis have been critical of Mike Schilt this season as a manager, and I'm not sure how much of the games you've been able to pay close attention to, but just your overall take on, on the way that Mike Schilt has handled this team because you've seen how Cardinals managers manage throughout the minor league system as well. You yeah, know, I think, I think Mike's done a good job, you know, um, there's a couple times where the team was, uh, you know, maybe a couple games under 500. They were hanging around 500. It looked like it go, could go a certain way, and, and, and they turned it around, you know. So um, I think his steadying influence on the ball club, uh, uh, I'm, I'm sure Mike has had some choice words at times in the clubhouse to motivate some people, but uh, he's always presented a very positive vibe to the press and to the fans and uh, you know, to just how great the ball club can be and uh, how good they're playing right now. So I think you got to give him a lot of credit. He's shown great patience. Um, He's worked, you know, like you said, I I don't get a chance to see you guys play as often as I would like, but you know, other than Wainwright, the starting pitching has been a little bit uh, shaky in terms of, Who's it going to be today? Mm-hmm. You know, and you go out and you get uh, two guys that uh, other teams look like they were giving up on in terms of Lester and Hap. And, you know, whether that's Mike or, or whether that's Maddox or whether that's just motivated by the Cardinal atmosphere, who knows, but they're doing a pretty good job for you. Jim, the Cardinals this year, Wayno, as you mentioned, is the number one leader with 190 innings pitched already so far this season. And number two for them is KK with 101 innings thrown so far this year. So the discrepancy there is almost 90 innings. He's the only other guy on the team right now that has more than 85 innings on the year is KK. Have you had any sort of discrepancy like that in your managerial career where you've got one guy that's clearly leading the way and then almost a hundred innings of difference between him and the next guy around? And how difficult is that as a manager when you just, you don't know who's going to be available in your rotation seemingly on a day-to-day basis? I've never experienced that. I don't know that anybody has. I mean, that's, that sounds ridiculous. I wasn't aware of that, but um, you know, uh, kudos to Adam Wainwright, but um you know, it, it's just mind-boggling to me in today's world that um, I don't know if we've lowered the bar too much for what we expect from players, but uh, people don't throw a lot of innings. They don't throw a lot of games. We're carrying 12 and 13, and, and, and at times some teams even have 14 pitchers on a staff to get through these um, nine-inning games and, and this 162-game schedule. Um, I know it's you know, you, you hate to say back in the day, but I can tell you, <laughs> back in the day, we had 10 pitchers getting through that 162-game schedule. And I know it's different, but you shouldn't. it shouldn't take 14 pitchers and 13 pitchers to get through it. And, and starting pitchers are not throwing 130 innings, you know, never mind 200. We're not throwing 130 or 140. So, um I think it's something that needs to be addressed. Uh, I think we've lowered the bar for what our expectations are. And so 
the, the pitching has gravitated toward that. Like, you know, you can't throw three days in a row. Uh, and I hate to, again, make it be about back in the day, but when I had Randy Myers and Rod Beck and, and those type of guys closing, if, if they had pitched five days in a row and they didn't get the ball on that sixth day and it was a safe situation, I've got a fight on my hand in my <laughs> office. You know, what the hell are you doing, Jim? I'm the closer. What's going on here? You know, and now if you throw three, somebody three days in a row, that you feel like they're going to accuse them of child abuse. It's the, the times are certainly a changing yeah. and the, the Cardinals this year, to your point, they've had 12 different guys start at least two games this year. It's, it's been, it's been the merry-go-round of the rotation in the 2021 season for the Cardinals uh, pitching wise, Jim, final question that I wanted to ask you before we get you out of here, you have a long history with this Cardinals organization. As you mentioned, it goes back uh, multiple decades at this point, all the way into the eighties. What are your lasting memories of being with the Cardinals and what was an incredible time for this franchise? I mean, you, you look back at 84, 86, 85, that those mid eighties years, 87 with this team, it was, it was a beautiful time for the Cardinals as an organization. What are your lasting memories of being with the minor leagues in that time? Well, you know, every, everything started uh, back in those days with George Kissel. And, and, you know, so that's where a lot of it, uh, my memories are Lee Thomas running the organization, George Kissel, the late, great Paul Fox, and uh, Jim Baines, and these names that people may not remember, but certainly they remember Lee Thomas and, and George Kissel. But, you know, Whitey was running the show in the big leagues, and all of us in the minor leagues were just thrilled to death to be working. You know, we were, it was such a classy organization, and we had um, a great big league ball club. You know, the, you, you had Whitey, I'm mean, excuse me, you had, uh, Ozzy and, and Terry Pendleton and, you know, Tommy Herr and Jack Clark and, um, you know, just uh, Willie McGee and just such such a great group of guys out there. Vince Coleman, the the uh, you know, the thing is getting back and I hate to dwell on it so much, but Chili Davis, I coached with Chili. He was a big time Giants player and he he coached with me in New York. And I said, Chili when you went in to play the Cardinals, who was out there? And he said, he named them. He named every one of them, you know? And he, I said, well, what if, what if you came in there and Ozzy wasn't at short one day? He said, never happened. Didn't happen. You know, if it, if he wasn't playing, we would have been going, we'd have, we would have figured, man, he must be at the hospital or something because they played every day. You know, they, 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 they're, they had to be, if, if people get tired or if they get banged up, whatever, but, you know, here's 170-pound Ozzy Smith playing every day on that turf at 110 degrees, and Terry Pendleton and, and the rest of them just, you know, six and 700 plate appearances, and that's where leadership is, and that's what you have with your two corner guys there now, and, of course, Yachty. I mean, that's, you know, Yachty is a throwback. How many catchers catch as much as he does? 25-year-old catchers don't catch like he does. And you've got the two guys on the corners. They play every game. They never take a day off. And that's that's where you get the respect from your teammates. You get the respect from the fans, from your opponents. And, you know, it's it's we're, we're losing those kind of guys. We're not seeing enough of those guys. 
It's it's unfortunate, and Yadier Molina has made it known in the past, and he continues to do so. That that guy's going to be out there every time he's available. If he's not on the IL, he wants to be in the lineup, and he wants to be batting as close to the top of the order as he possibly can. Hey, Jim, this was an awesome conversation. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. We really do appreciate it, and hopefully we'll be able to talk with you again soon. Thank you very much for having me. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited-time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed plus special financing, only for a limited time. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details.